Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Warning: This podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty, but you know that's not going to stop you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday. I'm really tired. Anna decided to put Enzo in her bed last night. Oh, right. So she's suffering the consequences. Oh my gosh. Never, ever let your children co-sleep, no matter how bloody ill they are. Anyway, hi, I'm Anna. Oh, I'm Louisa Zisman. I feel good because Indy asked to come in my bed. She's also ill, not quite as ill as Enzo. We were WhatsApping last night. And um, I said no. Yeah, like, so how did it what? work? Did she come up to your bed and say, Mum, no, can I get No, because she's in a cot still. Oh. Really high sides on my cot. So, yeah. And she loves her cot. And I keep thinking, when am I going to take her out the cot? Don't do it. She's three in August. Don't I do don't it. think I'm going to do it until she's... She needs to. Like, yeah. Climbing out. Don't do it. I'm not going to. Don't. Um, no, so I'm she jealous. Up, I am jealous. She was really hacking, coughing. And Clemmie was as well. And then Indy was crying, so I went in and I gave her cow and some water. Ditto. And she said, I want to come in your bed. I said, no, darling, you can't come in my bed. I'll give you a special cuddle. So we sat on the rocking chair in her room. Oh, and we nice. had a nice cuddle. Oh, you made it sound about... like you were a right witch. You were like, no, I said, no, that's nice, We had mommy. a nice cuddle for about 10 minutes. Oh, that's lovely. And she was just dozing off in my arms. And I said, mommy's going to put you back in bed now. I want to give you magic kisses. And then I put her back in cot. And that's it. She woke up at half six. So this is the difference. Oh, by the way, hello and welcome to Loose Lips. You know, you know us, guys. We're basically, well, I'm moaning about it being Monday. And, and this is why Louisa and I are quite similar in our parenting. Yeah, we, as in, are. we love a routine. We love kind of boundaried parenting. We come at it from a very big place of love, but we also don't let our kids piss us off and run around us. However, I broke my own rule. And now look at me today. See, you're fucked. Yeah, I am, basically. So Enzo last night. And can I just add to this as well? And it was being a dramatic mum. I was being a bit dramatic. I was on one, one, one. No, it was. So seriously, I'm very blessed. That's why no one else could get through to one, one, one. Kid coughed and was sick. <laughs> and it was like, let's go one, one, one. I was like, babe, he's just sick because he's been coughing and he's hacking up. Like mm. my, like Indy was the other day. She was just randomly sick and it was all like full of mucus. That's good. Yeah, and he had his milk and then he he bathed it all up. But this is a, this, this. But the worst thing about this first world problems, I know. But last night I was pretty knacked anyway. Yesterday, mm. I'm pretty much solo parenting at the moment because Alex is away like doing work and shit. So last night I was like, I'm pretty tired. I'm gonna have a really nice bath tonight. So oh. I've got all my nice smelly, you know, oh, oils no. out like I did a bit like at seven Little o'clock. Pamper. I did yeah. a face mask with Dixie. Lovely. So I did all yeah. of this. I was like, do it at seven. So get in my jam in the jammies that you gave me. Yeah. Love those oh, jammies. The Personalised ones. So I've gotten it all at 7.30. Oh, this is lovely. So I smelt good. I had all my nice lotions and potions on. <laughs> then for Enzo had gone down. I know, but he'd had his cow pole. But then he'd yeah. woken up at nine, feeling mizzy. So then basically I sat him on my bed. Then he puked all over my bed and me and my pyjamas. Oh, I stunk of babe. sick. I know. Then I had to ring 111, who, by the way, are amazing. Do you think, sometimes I think they're good, sometimes I think that I think they're a bit hit and miss because they some people go, call them when they don't really need to call them. <laughs> She's eye-rolling Anna me. Williamson. She's eye-rolling me. <laughs> well, I was slight, do you know what it was? I wanted some reassurance on how much Calpol Nurofen I could alternate. Yeah, you and can then, do Calpol every four hours and Nurofen every six now with two hour gap in between. Well, she said a three hour gap. That's oh, why I wanted I do two and mine is still alive. Well, this is it. And then... <laughs> Yeah, and because he'd vomit. This is so boring for anyone who hasn't got kids. Anyway, I'll just shut up now. Anyway, I'm tired. She's so... really tired. She put him in her bed and then he kicked her all night. 
basically clicked and then Alex and I had a row at 6.30 this morning because it's never going to help a marriage or relationship having, having a kid, a kid uh, in bed. We not. were all pissed off this morning. No one slept. Everyone's fucked off this morning. I feel like Anna should do the rant today. On the other hand, I put my kid back in their bed <laughs> and um, <laughs> they didn't wake up till tw- half six, 27. Oh, living the dream. So I got up at six, had a shower, put makeup on. You look good. I went to Pilates at eight. I mean, you're living the dream. Did Pilates eight till nine, got on the train, came here. Got to go for blood test after this. Oh, no. Thing. What's wrong? Because I think... Um, so basically, you know that like, I'm always tired yeah. and my friend, she went for this iron thing. I'm just stripping off. She is actually. Um, Good I've arms. still got my coat on because I was like really, I never wear, you never see me in tops like this. No, I never see you in um, Because, yeah, so she went to this iron clinic. She was like, I'm always tired. And um, she ended up having this, what's called an iron transfusion. An iron transfusion. No, yeah. I know the, 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 the drips you get. The, yeah, so the it's not like a vitamin drip. Oh. It's like a proper iron transfusion. She said it's been life-changing. Really? So I think, I know that I'm anemic anyway. My diet is like... Are you actually anemic? Yeah, no, I'm anemic. Yeah, and every time after I give birth, it's quite bad, my Ooh. anemia. So anyway, but I'm a bit like slap, slapsy-daisy. Is that the expression? No, but I, it's a good word. Slapsy-daisy? Yeah, slap, a bit like slap laser fair, but taking the iron. Yes, a bit, so anyway, um, I've got to have blood test today and then I've got this iron consultation on Friday and then they'll see like how low it is if it's low enough to have an iron transfusion. Because last week I had a, I had a B12 injection. Did you? Are yeah. they worth it? Uh, so I have friends that absolutely swear by it. And my friend, you know Ditto. my friend Claire. Yeah. Hi Claire. She Hi Claire. Um, she was like, "You have to have it. You'll feel great." Because I'm always tired. I'm literally like always on the floor tired. But I know that I probably exercise too much and I don't eat enough and I'm mm. always busy. So I just always put it down to that. Burning the candle, babe. Yeah. So um, I was like, "Okay, I'll have it." So I went and I had it, and then the woman was like, "Oh, you should feel it." Like. Well, basically almost immediately within a day up to three days and I don't feel that different I have to be honest oh, really? the woman just texted me and was like how are you feeling and I was like honestly like do you think it's a bit of a placebo I do, do and I've I mean? had the vitamin drips before and mm. then I was like oh my god I feel great after my vitamin drip and then I went for lunch with my friend Leah who's a doctor Dr oh, yeah. Leah we love Dr Leah uh, we love Dr Leah and <clears throat> she was like babe it's a complete placebo and as soon as she said that I felt like shit again. Yeah, just waste your money. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Anyway, I think I'll give the B12 <coughs> injections a few more goes because the woman did say like you should have like a course of four. Well, my mate Gav swears by them. As yeah, well, I mean all I've got loads of friends mm. that have them and they all swear by them. So maybe I just need to get. But then I think maybe I'm so low, I'm too low for even the B12 injection. I totally think you need this blood test today. So I'm going for and my blood test after this, and then I've got my first piano lesson. <laughs> Yeah. You are doing so many things. I've got my piano lesson today. Where do you you have to go to someone's house? No, she's going to come to mine because I have my piano tuned. What are you going to start learning? You're going to be like, chopstick. We are sailing. (laughs) So, yeah, and then I've got my PT at half two. I mean, it's just all go in the world of Zisman. You've got to leave here and pick up your sick kid. I do. I know. I think he's fine now. Is it nursery? And I was like, oh, I might have to do this via Skype. And I was like, he's fine. I know. Cowpole nursery, I mean, they'll I, ring you if he's dying. I know that, I mean, there are a lot of parents listen to this and I know we all struggle with the do we, don't we put our, our child into nursery if they've got a bit of a sniffle. I mean, Clemmie had um, hand, foot and mouth and they still took her in. Wow. God, your nursery's amazing. My nursery. They literally take ta- Oh, and oh my God, Indy is now speaking Mandarin. What? Can we just discuss this? this Should so I play extra. the video of her speaking yeah, Mandarin? Go on, go on. I think you'll be able to hear it. So basically... Indy is two and a half, by the way. Um... They do Mandarin at nursery. Her, honestly, her nursery is actually so good. I did tell you to send her. No, 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 no. We were going to go there. It's and, just the other direction. Um, they said to me, "Oh, you know, Indy's had her Mandarin lessons. She's like the best in the class." And I was like, "Didn't know she was doing them." They're like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll video it for you and send it to oh, you." Oh my gosh, go on. So they send. I don't what, know so they do? What, they have a Mandarin teacher. So that the comes Mandarin in. teacher comes in. I think she Extra. might be called Joy, but I'm not sure. Um, and India is like the class SWAT. Is she? And now she's, so she speaks Polish as well because our housekeeper's Polish. Can I just point out, and I know Imo be with me, the woman who loves an accent and her kid now is learning Mandarin. This is literally your dream. <laughs> Honestly, it's brilliant. I don't know if this will. Say it. Did you say it? Why are you whispering? You got it wrong. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm watching a video of Indy here. Anyway, it goes on a bit. Well, basically, basically, Indy is a child genius. No, she is really smart. I know that she's much, much cleverer than Clemmie Dixie. But, um, no, she is. She's cleverer <laughs> she's than most kid. kids her age. But how cool is that? So now yeah. at home, we're, like, watching Teletubbies, and she was like, that's Poe. Poe, whatever she said. And I was like, and what colour is, is Poe? Accent of the day. <laughs> she was like, red. And then I went... And what's red in Polish? And she was like, blah, blah, blah. whatever Polish? it is in Polish. Well, because Basha, our housekeeper, oh, is Polish. Basha. So Clemmie and Indy speak and understand Polish as well. This is literally I the think best it's thing really good. Ever. Oh, it's great. It's I know. Great. Well, I wish it. I spoke Mandarin. I'm thinking maybe I should teach them Russian as well. Why not? Because I think that Russian and Mandarin are like good languages. They are good languages. In business as you get older. Yes, they are. So anyway, yeah, my child's a genius. <clears throat> there it is. There it is. Hers Dixie, is a genius. Honestly, what else have you oh. been doing this weekend? I feel like I've done so much. Well, can I, well, I was just about to say, um, two things I wanted to bring up with you. Yeah. We haven't even got onto the podcast. This is the podcast, let's be honest. Hi, Emo, by the way. We'll talk about you and your pants oh, in a yeah. minute. Emo's in her pants on Insta. Imogeno's <laughs> heart on Instagram. Um, so two things I wanted to bring up. Yeah. You, uh, two extra things, which I loved. Dixie's sleepover yeah. and the tents and your amazing flower oh, thing you've got right? installation. So the tents. So basically, Dixie, I think. So when I was younger, I probably hit puberty at about 12, 13. Mm. I don't think I actually started my periods till I was 13. I can't really no, remember. But now it really seems like kids much younger are like hitting puberty earlier. Last week, she was so hormonal. Like you'd think it was the end of the world. And it, actually, I'm quite tough nut. It really upset me. I texted you about yeah, it, didn't did. I? And yeah. I was like, oh my God, Anna, you, right? Dixie's like really sad. And it actually, it really upset me how sad she was. And then the next day, she was fine. Re- was she? Yeah, she was fine. That's I was fine. so worried about her. Yeah, and were. when she was younger, like really, really little, she was probably about one, she had like a lump in her nipple. And I went to get it tested and they thought it might be like a pre... Um, you know when toddlers go into puberty? Yeah. They thought that it might be that. Anyway, she had these blood tests and it wasn't, but they said she might hit puberty early. So just keep an eye on it. And I honestly think that she's going through like some hormonal thing. So um, I felt really bad for her on, mm. when was it, Thursday About I spoke Thursday, to you? Yeah. And so I've seen these little teepee tent sleepovers and I did a last minute post on my Instagram like has anyone got any availability and I found this great local company they were amazing I think they're called Emma's Dreamy Teepees and they were so good so professional came like literally last minute i dashed um after we recorded on thursday i left here dashed to primark got goodie bags for all the girls they set up and it was so lovely and i didn't tell dixie and she came home and she was like oh. Oh. Her, she couldn't even speak really? yeah she was so shocked so it was really lovely and she was super That's happy nice. so that was nice but then they didn't go to sleep till like half 11 12 Ugh. and then they all woke up at six Ugh. So I was exhausted. She was exhausted. So she was a bit of a shithead on um, Saturday. And I was like, I'm, she didn't even say goodbye to her friends. She was so fucking miserable. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, you are horrible. I'm not doing this anymore for you. And then my friends were coming over on Saturday night to do my flower display um, and like have a takeaway and stuff. So and good. Dixie wanted to stay up and help. And I was like, no, you need to go to bed. That They were running late. So I put her to bed and then she was just being so horrible to me. And I thought, you know what? I've yelled at her today. It hasn't worked. Like, what can I do to make her realise that she's being a bitch? What did you so do? I pretended to cry. Did you? Best thing ever. Did it work? Yeah, emotional blackmail. So I was putting her to bed. She was being so horrible to me. And I went, you know what, Dixie? I said, I have done everything for you. I did your sleepover as a surprise. I left work. I rushed around Primark. It was really stressful. I had loads of things to do and you're so ungrateful and you're so mean to me and I'm not doing it anymore. And she started crying. Did she? She was like, I'm so sorry, mummy. I didn't mean to be mean to you. I feel really bad. I'm never going to have a sleepover again if it means making you not cry. And I thought, yeah, you fucking little bitch. Take that. Literally, I was so pissed off. I actually, I went downstairs and I said to my mum, I actually, actually cry? No, I honestly, I felt like nearly crying. I said to my mum, I literally really, really dislike her at the minute. Mm. And my mum said, oh, you were like that, calm as a bitch. I said, no, I pretended to cry and I think it's hit home. It's so 
And then I heard her really crying in her room. Oh, no. So I went up and I went, looked up. And as I left her room the first time where I pretended to cry, I said, you know, I love you very much, but you can't treat mummy like this. It's really horrible. And um, then I left her room. So then I heard her howling and I thought, yeah, good. So I let her cry for about five minutes. Then I went up and I gave her a big hug and I said, you know, I'm sorry that you're crying. And she said, I'm sorry I made you upset. And I said, you know, you can't. You can't be like that because it's just really, really, it's horrible and it's mean. And mummy's got feelings as well. And my feelings are hurt. And I do love you. And I'm sorry that you're crying, but you need to realise you can't treat me like that. Anyway, it worked. So then my friends came over and we're in the kitchen. The door's shut. And I went out to go to the loo. And there was a little note by the door. Go on. A a letter of apology. And she'd put a little present inside. Some old toot she'd found in her room. (laughs) Classic. But... I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then we, our takeaway came. We were all eating. And then she obviously heard we were having fun. And she came down and she was all happy again. But it really it worked. Work. So <clears throat> the yelling didn't work. But if you've got Emotional. kind of pre-pubescent yeah. or even a, a, a teenager. I've, I've even done that with Enzo Play once. the tears. Yeah. That's quite bad. Yeah. He's hanging well, too. Well, no. Do you think he's emotionally ready for no, that type no. of blackmail? But well, it didn't, well, it didn't really work. But you know when they get to the point where you're like, I don't know what to do mm. with you. And the whinging and the whining. And mm. I pretended to cry. I went, I went, <laughs> As in, like, jokingly. But yeah. it, it made him stop in shock yeah. and looked at me, and then he laughed because so he I did, laughed. He didn't laugh. She felt really quite I mean, the empty. She's a older. Yeah. Well, there you so go. Well, top, this is it. Top but, tip from but, me. But also, I mean, look, let's be honest, folks. Okay, let's be honest. We're, you know, we love our kids. We always caveat it with that. But sometimes we don't like them. I don't like. And it's I really, really normal. Liked her, yeah. And it's fine. It's fine to love your kids, but not like yeah. them sometimes. And I think we all can appreciate that. And we, it's all out there. So if today you're thinking, yeah, I don't like my kid today. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. There you go. And then on Saturday, she was really tired, and Clemmy was really clingy. I was like, literally past fucking white. I couldn't wait for my friends to come. We over. need a holiday. I've just had one. I know. I'm, I'm book- going again in two weeks. <laughs> well, I'm booking. Actually, I'm booking a holiday today. I've decided we're going to book a holiday. You should come to Portugal. I'm, when I'm, I'm actually going to come to Portugal. It's really nice. I love Portugal. Right, we'll, I love we'll organise that. Emo, just quickly, you're in your pants on Insta. Why? Tell us what you're doing. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> She's like, finally me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm running a 10k Boom. in uh, my underwear. They say Imo. Where did you get that personalised? Um, there's a company called Runderwear. I was going to say, is it proper running? Like, yeah, it's like proper running like underwear. Go on Imogen's page. It's Imogen Rose Hart on Instagram. Basically, you'll see Imogen's ass and with it's Imo. Ass. With with yeah. Imo, on, Imo on the bum, and, and you're wearing a crop top. Yeah, it's a little, little so we need thing. to sponsor you. So you're basically it? running. I have. Oh, have you done it already? Lose. good. I'm a good friend. I am, and I've been covered in puke since last night. Do you know night. what? I only just did it in that <laughs> did room. Did you actually? So that I could come in here and be like, um, I've donated. <laughs> I will. Because uh, I knew that Anna wouldn't have. I've been shamed into donating, so I'm gonna. This is like the Christmas present all over again. Yeah, it is, it is actually, yeah. What, why are you doing this, Imogen? Um, I'm doing it uh, as like a personal challenge, but also I'm doing it for Dementia UK because oh. uh, my granny has dementia. Oh, so my, I just thought... My, yeah, yeah, had that. Yeah, do it for a good cause. It's really sad. Absolutely yeah. great. Well, and it's in May. And it's in May. Do we cheer you on or something? Yeah, if you, I mean, if when you're is it? What date is it? It's the 27th of May. Oh, I'm in Sardinia. Oh. Sorry, I'm in America. Mm. Sorry, but we can. <laughs> but we will. I sponsored you. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> but if anyone is around and they're in London, and, oh my uh, god, we should get a loose lips a fan club. If anyone feels that they're like me, obviously not us because we're on holiday. Or but, if yeah. they're like Anna, we could. Oh, we should get some of our loose lips listeners yeah. down there with face masks of us. Let's do that. <laughs> Can you Cheering that'll make you run running around and just seeing lots seeing of Luanas? Yeah. You'd love it. Luana. Luana. Boom, boom, boom. Well, we get boom, you a boom, special t shirt and on each boob a face yeah. of Lou and a face of me. I'll be on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll my be tongue on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well done, Imogen. We're very proud of you. Thanks. Imogen, yeah. I don't know I'm going to be Imogen today. So it's at Imogen Rose Hart on it Instagram is. and the link to donate is um, in her bio there. Thanks, girls. All right, babes. Uh, right, what's the shitty day of the week today? It's National Waffle Day. I could do with a waffle. I don't really like waffles. I like the bird's eye potato waffles. Oh, I like them. I thought this meant sweet waffles. It is, actually, it is. But I think I, I... always eat the kids' leftover yeah, waffles. To too. the point where I cooked Dixie some at the weekend and there were four of the mini ones left over and I had the willpower to throw them in the bin. Well done. Put so washing up liquid them. on them. When we yeah. came to record in your cinema room, you offered uh, Imo and I fish fingers and waffles, which I loved. I thought <laughs> everyone loves a classic 80s freezer food. It's like mm. the best, isn't it? Love it. Yeah. Right, let's get cracking then. Um, I love our first email. I'm reading it because I love it. 
email from Laura. <laughs> Go, I read it. I mean, because I've read ahead as usual. Yeah, it's fine. It's a picture of a baby yes. here. Hi, ladies. Love the show. I listen every week and laughed out loud at the email from the listener last week saying she had loose lips on during labour. Yes. So did I. I love this. Such a great escape from the hell that is childbirth. I had my second baby back in October and was so into my Loose Lips podcast with my headphones in, the midwife kept asking if I was <gasps> hypnobirthing. I'm Ted Loose. This is our spin-off business. Oh hypnobirthing the Loose Lips and way. have you heard of I ASMR? I Loose Lips. You would have heard of ASMR? No. Oh, I'm surprised. Oh, yes, you have. Your hypnotic thing. Yeah, but you yeah. should know about that because you're well, an NLP. Yeah, well, I don't know too much about it. Know, so I, ASMR. I am hypnosis I talked about it on the have, po- yeah. yeah. Are you hypnosis? Do you think you could hypnotise me to stop Depends what eating? you want. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Uh, a, you don't eat. Actually, I do have a lot of therapy techniques where we, NLP and hypnosis techniques, yes. This is a total spin-off for us. I do phobia cures, yeah. Like, could you pretend that I've got a phobia of crisps? Well, I mean, I can't, you can't <laughs> pretend you have a phobia. Do you have a phobia of crisps? No, I really like them. Okay, but if you wanted to stop eating crisps, yeah. I could do a, a phobia technique with you called like to dislike. Yes. To stop you. It's when people um, have... What about smoking? Yeah, that's where we use it. Really? It's done in... Drugs? Uh, I've never used or it with drug drugs. addiction too strong. Uh, personally, I've never used it with that. It's more. I mean, I would. I would argue that might. You'd have to kind of go down that's a more bit of a more of a addiction. Yeah, but you but could. So certainly... smoking, right? Yes, but it does work. Hypnosis does really work. You just have to anyway. get into. It. Anyway, can you hypnotize me to be a chicken? No. Like, um, did you ever watch that TV show? Mm. You're back in the room. That's performance I play that with the hypnosis. kids. So that's performance hypnosis. And a lot of uh, people uh, that use Darren hypnosis. Darren Brown hypnotised me. Why is it so cold on me? Uh, I don't know. Darren Brown. Anyway, do this. Do the, do the oh, email. Yeah, sorry. But anyway, I think we need to do a spin-off with um, Loose Lips. The irony is lost on me as you're about to give birth. Um, um, so anyway, she says, <clears> the midwives <throat> get tired inside the hypnobirthing. Perhaps they should prescribe Loose Lips on the NHS as they are so stingy with the epidurals <laughs> and the gas and air. Yeah. Um, keep up the great work, girlies. The podcast is now getting me through the monotony of maternity leave. Pick of loose lips, baby Geordie. Oh, look he's at him. Really cute. Oh, he's absolutely beautiful, Laura. Oh, and she said, P.S. Anna, the whole thing is way less hellish the second time round. Oh, thanks, That's Laura. so true. They basically fall out the second so time round. So I'm round. told. But the third time apparently goes either way. Well, as you found so out. So everyone was like, oh my God, you're going to sneeze and the baby's going to fall out your vag. Didn't happen. You're going to have the baby in the car or the bath. And it didn't fucking happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, oh, and PPS, <coughs> Louisa, the black sack revelation has been a life changer for me with my four-year-old. <coughs> See, I am just like the parenting fucking guru. I have to admit, even Get your Alex, black sacks out. Toys. Start your fake crying. It's true. You're good to go. It's true. Any age, I've got you covered. Emo, memo to memo to the team here. Uh, loose lips does hypnobirthing. We could clean up. Seriously, clean up. So after my plea oh, yeah. to Go be on. someone's birthing partner, someone did message me asking if I'd be their birthing partner, but I'm on holiday. Otherwise, I totes would have done it. Commitment to the cause. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, but what if you get someone that, not that I think you're a smelly, lovely person that sent me a message whose name I can't remember. Brilliant. But imagine if you got someone with a really stinky vag and you were, but you're not going to catch the baby. No. Like, how close would I be to the vag? No. And also, I mean. Imagine if it was like hairy. What is the? There's every chance. I know, but I do feel like when you're going into labour, you should de hair because you don't want your baby getting like your hair in the mouth. uh, Oh, the the things you think of. Well, it's true. They're coming out (laughs) on there. Their eyes. They might get a scrape eye if you've got. uh, How coarse is your vag hair? Well, mine's. I haven't got any. I've been laser, but before I was laser, it was quite coarse. Yeah. What you'd scratch your baby's face during childbirth with your (laughs) pubes? There's the soundbite, Emma, for this week. But I remember at 37 weeks, I went to the salon to go and get myself... Might get a scratch eyeball. Well, you might... Well, this is it. I went to go and get myself all fuzzed off, okay, before I gave birth 37 weeks. Did all my nails and everything. Um, because obviously I couldn't see down there to do it. Yeah. I went, went bloody overdue to 42 weeks. At that point, it all grown back. And I remember being so peed oh my God, off. you were 42 weeks. Yeah, it's hell. Why do they let you go so far? That's quite bad. Negligence. That is actually negligence. I know, it's awful. Um, right, email um, from Hannah. <clears throat> Hi, Louisa. Oh, cheers. I love this. <laughs> 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 Go 
I'll keep reading out. Cheers, Hannah. Hi, Louisa. <coughs> Hi, Louisa. I absolutely love your podcast <laughs> and watching your Insta stories. I think you're hilarious. I'm, I'm just the plus one. Uh, you're right, sidekick. How are you doing? <laughs> Dispensable, <laughs> optional. Um, my little I, extra yeah, in the corner. I'll take it. I'll just, I'll just get back in my box. Oh, I love this one. Uh, I'm from London, uh, but live in Dallas, Texas. And listening to you makes me feel like I'm back home. Oh, thank you, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Hannah. Hannah's a dick, isn't she? <laughs> Why is she even here, Hannah? <laughs> Seriously, I'm like I'm jet lagged this morning. Uh, I've just listened to your podcast on March 17th, where you were talking about feminists taking it too far. I just wanted to write in because here in the US, unfortunately, it is still far from equal and oh. we still have a cause to fight well, for. Well, I'm pleased you've rating because that was my appeal. <clears throat> well, there you go. I agree that, by the way, I'm reading this out because I'm purely Louise's PA today. Uh, I agree that women should have the complete right to choose what they do. And if we had this, then we'd be well on the way to equality. However, here, not even the pill is free. Tamp- oh. Tampons are so expensive because they're subject to tax, equivalent to £10 a box. Wow. Whereas Viagra is tax-free because it's considered a necessity. What? Oh. Abortion is illegal. I wonder if con- Condoms, though, what's the deal with condoms? Don't know, good point. Abortion Probably. is illegal in many US states. No, yeah. I didn't know that. No, even if the mother's life is in danger. The morning after pill costs $50 and is hard to get, whereas it's free on the NHS. Wow. The latest, most ridiculous law in Texas is that women should buy their own rape insurance. Oh, my God. In case they ever need access to emergency contraception due to rape. Fucking hell. Basically, the government is full of old men deciding what a woman can and can't do with her body, which is just crazy. I completely agree that chivalry is so important. My dad still stands up at the table when my sister or I go to the bathroom and pulls our chairs out for us. And I hold my boyfriend to that standard too. I love your dad. This is, yeah. Anyway, I think you're awesome. I just wanted to share some thoughts from across the pond. Thanks. Well, Hannah, I mean, the fact that you completely ignored me, that's fine. I'm joking. I like Um, your email, Hannah. One, because you love me. And two, this is actually really interesting. Really interesting. I had no idea that um, abortion was... (laughs) illegal in some states in the in America did you I didn't actually know I, I I mean it actually sadly doesn't surprise me um like probably like places know. like Georgia and stuff maybe. well I mean I d- like southern they're quite biblical well I suppose so maybe that is maybe it's quite maybe religious it's to do with faith yeah and um, but oh, I gosh. do have to say that the pill's not free but are condoms free yeah I don't know condoms are very expensive not that I've bought any recently, but I was in Boots oh, and I was just like condoms? like browsing. I was in the airport and I was like bored, like just, like, you know, when you browse the shelves mm. looking for stuff. Um, like 10 quid for a box. Really? Well, that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. Mind you, children are way more expensive. Well, yeah, they are. It's, it's a small price to pay. But also, I think that, well, I mean, I know we have the whole period poverty um, campaign that's been kicking off here, obviously, as well. But tampons, 10 quid a box. That's so I've, you know, I've always thought have, about Tampax should always be like everyone should be entitled to have sanitary yeah. products because I so I remember yeah. being at school right I remember a friend of mine at school yeah, bless her heart well this it. is it I remember a friend of mine at school and if any of my old schoolmates listening to this they'll know bless her heart she her parents are now shaming her yeah no not at all they won't know who it is no but her, her parents got divorced and she ended up living with her dad Um, oh. and and she was too embarrassed to ask her dad to buy her tampax oh and God. stuff I know so she shouldn't have any of her own money either that she used to like pinch just, like ours like oh. from our home and like, and then in the end some of our mums used to buy them and just oh put God, them in her so bag sad. yeah and I just think it's I, I mean I, I, I've been a big sort oh, of really yeah a big crusader of I think girls should all have have you seen the new products. period pants I mean I don't have yeah. periods because I've got, I've got the Myrina coil so I don't have periods which how is do you so find c- the coil like, 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 is like it, I don't even know I've got it was it painful to get it in no because I, I tried. I have had anaesthetic though. Yeah, no, I wouldn't blame you. Because I had it done privately and I remember <clears throat> him saying cough onto the needle to for the anaesthetic. So then I then didn't feel anything. Well, I so tried. if you cough, your cervix drops. So my cervix just hit oh. the needle. So the anaesthetic just oh. went in. And that's like the most pain-free way to get anaesthetic into your cervix. I honestly didn't feel anything. Um, I had one after Dixie and I had one, didn't bother having one after Indy because I knew I wanted another baby really quickly. Um, and had one after Clemmy, and I wouldn't know I've got it. I, I spotted for about three months to the point where I was like, oh my God, I'm really sick of like spotting bleeding really? now. But now I wouldn't be without it. I don't have any periods. Yeah. It's fine. I can Everyone lose weight with them. it. I don't yeah. have, I don't hold weight or water or, I still get like PMT hormonal and stuff non-hormonal. though. I have the hormonal one. Do you? Really Interesting. One, yeah. A lot of people I know um, really get on with it. I tried to have it put in, but it was before childbirth and I'm not going to lie, I find it very no, painful. You'd, you'd be fine now because yeah. your cervix will sit 
um, about half a centimetre to a centimetre open. Oh. I've tried a baby. Interesting. But you're trying again, so you wait so, till the next yeah, one. Yeah, wait till the next one. Well, anyway, thank you, Hannah. Um, I'm not offended that you have me. <laughs> I, think, I think you're brilliant, Hannah. Actually, but very interesting email and all the way from across the pond. Yeah, now, and thank you. And you know what? We like stuff like that. If we say something that you yeah. think, actually, I've got a difference of opinion and I want my voice heard, then please email us because it. it's nice to have a even if you even if you yeah if you disagree with us sometimes we love that too so just, just um remember if you do want to get in touch you can email us leeslipspod at gmail.com or drop us a whatsapp on 07395346101 we'll be back with more chats after this break hello we're here to tell you about a brand new podcast called 17 questions we're asking celebrities authors youtubers and broadcasters 17 of the most random questions you never knew you wanted the answers to a brand new series full of the weird and wonderful find us on your selected podcast app many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Loose Lips with Anna Williamson and Louisa. This man. Hello. Uh, now, listen, there's something that, um, that caught our eye over the weekend that uh, we thought we'd have a little chat about. You may have seen it, but there's a woman um, that live streamed her unassisted labour from her bathtub. Um, she barely breaks a sweat. She gives birth uh, to a healthy baby girl um, just after 35 minutes. Now, I think she'd had a really crappy first birth, and this is why she decided to do it herself in her bath. Um, Lou, discuss. So I love a natural water birth. I've had two. Mm-hmm. No, um, oh, did you have two? Yeah, Dixie was water birth and oh. Indy, and um, no drugs with either, not even gas and air. Um, and I'm all for natural birth if you can do it, however, I don't really agree with an unassisted home birth. I don't even think I'm a big fan of home births with um, a midwife there, to really? be completely honest with you. Yeah, and um, why because I'm thinking about as an option. Why if, would if you I have do that baby? when your first one was so shite? Well, because I think I wanted to have the complete opposite of... But I think you'd really panic. Yeah, I think you might be right. You know me. <laughs> we know full well I'll be blue lighting myself. So uh, when <laughs> I was pregnant with Clemmy, everyone said to me, oh, and my consultant was... He barely made it, basically, with Indy's birth because he walked in and I was delivering her head. He walked into the room and as I got to hospital, they'd already filled the pool up. And I was like, I just need to get in the pool. And she came like 20 minutes after walking into hospital. Wow. But... um Clemmy, everyone was like, oh, she's going to come really quickly. You've got it like your first twinge, come to hospital because you won't make it. You're going to birth in the car. And Clemmy was like, not awful, but just very long. Yeah, and I ended up with an epidural because I was just too tired. Oh, to, babes. To, I to, had one. To, to do, and I really <coughs> loved the I, epidural, actually. Oh, the epidural. I always had life. a fear of epidurals to the point where I was really pro, well, just not even pro, but I just didn't want like a needle in my back. 
Hope you don't even think so it, do you? At like, the time, you just don't you care. You don't care. I remember. I actually remember literally leaning over and actually hurrying her up, the anaesthetist, going, hurry up, let's get it in, let's get it in, let's get it in. And, ne- and never normally would you ever say that. But this woman, so I mean, we've just had another little look at the vid. So she gives she gives birth actually in her bar. I mean, she's bar. amazing. She's, she's she incredible. She does it really well. And Very she's calm. just there. So calm. She <laughs> reminds me of my my other two with Dixie and Indy, but obviously yeah, I was them. in hospital. I didn't mm. even make a noise with them. Really? Yeah. Did it I hurt? No, I don't, no. Like, at all? No. Like, nothing, not Dixie even a period. Dixie was, like, then. like pleasurable, like, almost, like, I orgasmic, know. euphoric. Yeah, I loved giving birth to Dixie. Absolutely, it was such a high. I mean, Indy was just so quick. She literally just came out. Just flew out, yeah. Like, I don't remember pain with either of them. Oh, I'm so jealous and, well, of a but, quick birth. But Clemmy was definitely... <laughs> see, I wouldn't say, though, that giving birth is excruciating pain for me because God, for me. um i think it's a man like a, a manageable discomfort i suppose that. i mean i would because i mean i would because it's just a pressure from... it's not like someone's stabbing you it's like for me for you yeah. it's a real uh, just a real heavy pressure from the inside of like just pushing and squeezing to the point where you're like Ugh! do you know what now this is where and I'm, then it releases I'm and it so goes I'm so fascinated because I never felt that ever really? because I had a back labour back yeah but back Dixie labor. was back to back it's my uh, best labour ne- really but did you not have yeah. back pain well yeah it just felt like pressure in my back <clears throat> but I never felt a front pressure ever I never felt a, a, a natural sort yeah, of so pressure yeah so Dixie was like there and pushing like on your lower back like mm. uh, in the low back Indy was all like front Around just front. like uh, and then Clemmy was just, I mean, I did eight hours without anything in the pool. I kept getting in the pool and out the pool and back in and out. And I was like, and in the end I said, oh, give me some gas and air. Mm. And then I was like, actually, I, I thought I was going to have a C-section. So I was like, you might as well epidural me because she's not coming out. She just mm. will not come out. Um, but I, I think it, good for her. But I don't, I wouldn't advise I think you should always have yeah, someone, someone medical there. Yeah. But then do you not see sometimes I've... I've a lot of home births end up in hospital They as do well. actually. A friend like of mine. Sam, she tried it. Sam she yeah, she tried Paul at home and ended up in hospital. And then Rosie was fine. Your second birth tends to be the best one apparently. God, I bloody well hope so. But a lot, I know someone that had a home birth recently and they had a great time and they really enjoyed it. But again, they had to go to hospital afterwards just yeah. to kind of get, I think it was the placenta that was retained that and they had to do. So I don't know. <coughs> I just think, like Indy went to intensive care after she was born. Did what she? if I was at home? Yeah, yeah. I think you're better off. You just have to weigh off. it all up, You can still you? have that lovely natural birthing mm. pool experience, but within a environment that if anything does go wrong you've got some help you've got because yeah. imagine her being completely unassisted and hemorrhaging after birth I mean, and that's, dying that's that's the terrifying thing like can you it? imagine fine your birth goes well and then she's gonna hemorrhage and she dies for the sake of what live streaming it on the fucking internet to say oh look i'm fucking superwoman mm. doesn't matter what way they come out as long as it's as healthy as long as you are healthy as as and they healthy. are healthy did you see um it was on last year if you if you google it you'll see it the woman that gave birth uh, in the in the wild um woman she wanted to give birth in a river in a, oh, in a forest I saw that. did you see it if you go on and go on uh, go and look on uh, on YouTube now. Did we now. talk about this on the <clears throat> I don't think we did, but she literally, if you go on it, you can see it, she literally just stands in a river and births yeah. herself in like warrior position of yoga. It's incredible. Anyway, well done, mother. Um, I couldn't do it unassisted, um, but, you know, good for you. I think... Don't do it unassisted. Just have a professional. Give it a hand. Just anyway, yeah. yeah. Now, this is gorgeous and I love love this. this. We love an old person. I love, I've got a 98-year-old nana and I love old people. And a 104-year-old has got herself arrested, Lulu. Yeah, it was her bucket list wish uh, to be arrested because she had (coughs) never been on the wrong side of the law. I love that. She's a resident at a care home in Stoke Bishop and Bristol. Um, And so there was a charity event and so two officers came and arrested her and then they took her outside uh, for a run in their police car. Oh, I love it. And She said they put handcuffs on. I had the lot. What did it feel like being a criminal? Well, it will make me much more careful of what I say and do. Bless her. But the police were very nice throughout. I think this is lovely. This reminds me a little bit of my uh, my great-grandmother, who I never met. But she, when she... This is classic, the women in my family, who are all very strong career women. Um, all of the, the grannies and stuff, even throughout the war, they, they still owned their own businesses and, and cracked on. But my great-grandma, um, she owned a, a shop, a sweet shop, actually, in London. Um, and she decided when she was 93... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
literally decided one day that she decided she wasn't going to pay any more tax. What, at 93? Yes. She went, but literally, this is, this is the way all the old people of my family work. She went, no, that's it, dear. I've paid enough. I've paid enough into this. Uh, I've, no, I've never asked no one for nothing. Uh, they've had enough from me. I'm not paying any more tax. And I remember my... Uh, and when did she then die? Uh, a couple of years later. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, she didn't, she didn't get away with it because then she went... Oh. And, so then it, the family were like, you can't just do that, great now. Yeah, you, but you why have to she pay your tax? tax? Wasn't she like a pensioner? <clears throat> yeah, she had a business still. She'd still go in. Stop. she cook herself a fry-up every morning. No. Yeah, at 93, she'd still go into her so shop. That's so good. So you're going to live for ages. I hope so. your family lived for a long time. Well, my, they're, all, they're all well into their 90s, yeah. Well, I hope so. And then, uh, but she decided she wasn't going to pay tax. So she went, you let them come round and arrest a, a woman, a nonagenarian, and, and let's see them try. She wanted to go on the on the, on the the this morning couch and everything to talk Stop. about it. Oh, yeah. She went, <laughs> I paid tax for 90 years. I'm not paying anymore. Anyway, in the end, guess who won? The accountant. <laughs> you are paying tax because it's legal. Uh, so she didn't get away with it. But I was like, good for you for giving yeah. it a try. <laughs> Oh, I love her. <laughs> then she snuffed it. Um, oh. But good for her, though, right? Why did you never meet her? Because uh, I wasn't... It was too little. Oh. I mean, I, I don't really remember her, but this is my great nana. But was but she alive when you were... Yes. Born. Yeah. But um, oh. no, they're all they're all pretty staunch feminists, my family. Mm. Um, right. Do you know what? I can't believe it. It's that time of the week. Um, and uh, and we're up for it, Lulu. What is your rant of the week? Oh, Rick, do you know what I've started to do? Go on. Make notes when things <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> On my phone. Go on. So I'm looking at my um What's rant. Uh, what's your rant? This is today? my rant. So yesterday I was flicking through Instagram. <laughs> mm. Um people filtering their babies. Oh like, what, sticking a filter on the baby's picture? Just not but not an obvious filter, just you know, a little bit of face tuning, smoothing out the oh, skin gosh. on their children. Why are you doing that? A baby's skin is smooth anyway. Baby's skin is smooth. But I have noticed a few people that I know that have had new babies recently and I'm looking at the Instagrams and I'm thinking, why have you filtered your kid? <laughs> like, literally, why have you filtered That's your everything kid? everything wrong with the world. This, exactly. Get a newborn this is baby. What it's, about. it's a newborn fucking baby. Like, get your head out of your ass and just... Share your baby on Instagram if that's what you choose to do, but why are you filtering it? I wouldn't mind if it was a filter, like, you know, with an obvious, one of those obvious, with love hearts or something. But it's a (laughs) sneaky filter, and it's to make their baby look better better for Instagram. How fucking sad can you get? That's terrible. I've seen it, not just one person, not just two, quite a few people are doing this. And I'm wondering Why? What Why? is wrong with the world? What is wrong with these people? Why are you filtering your babies, your children? That's like, bad. just that's bad. That's bad. I agree. I agree, Lulu. I mean, I it's not so much of an angry rant, just such a, a like, I'm despairing. Perplexed. Perplexed. Yes. I'm perplexed. Like, why are you doing it? Do you do this to your children? Do why you know are you doing it and to your children? Because from day one, you're saying to your kids... A- aesthetics are the most important yeah, thing. Like, you are not good enough. Like, your baby, you think, is so ugly that you can't share it with the world without putting a filter on it. The poor, yeah. innocent child... I do you know. I have filtered. just done an interview on my way over here to the podcast this morning on where are we going wrong with uh, social media this and children. Is this is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. where we're going wrong. Like parents that are so caught up in what, like, caring about what other people <clears throat> think so much that they're like putting their kids on Instagram with a filter on and not even an obvious filter, like a little sly, a little sneaky, a back, one. a backhanded filter for their children. I just think that's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. I just don't. Get I it. think. I would even go as far as to say, guys, get a grip. Get a grip. Like, but what is the world coming to? That's bad. That it's is bad, bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's bad. But if also, you do you know what else kids, annoys me about just talking about ugly, ugly babies and stuff? Like, I think that all babies are quite ugly. Like, mine have been ugly when they're born. They're all puffy and that they are ugly. I don't really say to people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking I, back when Enzo was a baby. He, I bet it was like, ugly. Actually, I'm just looking back and I'm thinking, he did yeah. have a really big head. Really ugly. He then. has grown into his head. He has got a big head, actually, <laughs> he hasn't has, he? Yeah. It's my dad, he's got a bit of a meat head. I've got a tiny Spine. head. But do you know what else that like, bothers me? Just not about children either, but just about people, right, on mm. Instagram and stuff. So you're scrolling through and you're looking at a picture and you just think, you don't look good. Like, why are people telling you that you look amazing and you don't? 
Like, and your kids, they're saying, oh, she's so cute. She's fucking ugly. Like, I don't lie to people about their children. I won't say, oh. would you go actually know you're lying? I wouldn't say your kid's ugly. I just wouldn't comment. I'd just be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) But I wouldn't say, oh, my God, she's so gorgeous. She must be so proud. She's fucking ugly. Like, and not that looks really matter in life, but I have to say, looks do get you by in life. I don't care what anybody says that looks don't matter. I'm telling you now, looks matter. That's just the way of life. That's the way society is. You judge people on their looks, okay? You don't want to admit that you do it, but you fucking do. So just own it, right? Looks get you by in life. You're more likely to get a job if you are the same on paper, but you're more attractive. You're more likely to get that job. You don't see ugly people on TV, do you? Wow, big that, well, That's you the do. reason... But not as many. Not as many. No. Like adverts. Are oh, you seeing well, ugly people no, in adverts? True, true. No, because people like to look at attractive yeah, true, people. True. The same. So why I just can't face these bullshitting, two-faced people that are telling people, oh, she's so cute. Oh, yeah, he's you, so sweet. Yeah, oh, what a handsome boy. He's fucking not. Yeah, but what he's do you not. Do? And then behind their backs, you just don't need to comment. You just don't comment. Or you say, oh, what a lovely day. It looks like a beautiful <laughs> day. But the thing is, it annoys me when people are so two-faced. And then I know people that are literally... I will see them commenting on people's pictures and then I see them in real life and they're like, oh, well, fucking ugly kid she's got. And I just feel like, well, I've just seen you, like, just don't, don't do it. Don't comment then. Just don't lie. You don't need to say, well, actually, I think your kid's a minger, but you don't need to lie about it. Just don't say anything. Just don't comment. Just don't comment. If you haven't got anything yet, as you say, I think, it you're, I think you're right about... It annoys me, if, though. Yeah, being two-faced is so much worse. It's so two-faced. Just, just don't, don't comment. comment. Don't say anything. And like, see people, and they're like, squeeze themselves into a fucking boob tube dress for a night out, and every lumps and bumps are coming out of everywhere, and their hair's a mess, and their makeup looks like they fucking put it on in the dark. And people are going, "Oh, babes, you look beautiful, babes." And I'm thinking, "No, you fucking don't. You look like a hot fucking mess, and your dress looks two sizes too small for you. Why are your friends telling you you look great because you don't fucking look great?" Okay, you squeeze into a size 8 dress. You're clearly a size 14. Not that size matters, but just wear the appropriate size for your body. You'd look so much better. It really gets my go. I, t- I just love how this rant has it completely escalated. And I would say to someone, I'm really honest with my friends, right? Oh, if you I'm are. Actually, like, if we went shopping and you said to me, what do you think of this? And I'd be like, do you know what? I've seen you in better things. Why don't you try yeah. this instead? Yeah. Like, I don't think, I think that's being a nice friend. I would, and I would take I that. wouldn't want to go out with with you, having told <laughs> <Full> you. <stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Having told you that you look really good yeah. and you think you look good and yeah. people are laughing at you, no, okay? It's not good, is it? And I know that we all like to think, oh, well, that's mean, people aren't like that. People are fucking cruel, right. okay? I don't want to go out with you looking like a potato when you could have looked like a daffodil. Much better one. <laughs> listen, listen, you look like a chip. Um, here's one for you, and I thought about you, both of you actually. What would you do in this scenario? Okay. So I was. Um, and has been in week. this scenario. No, no, it me? wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. Okay. Um, but it was I, a I can't remember friend. No, 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 honestly, it was. Well, I can't remember where it was now. But someone, I can't remember where it was now, but this lovely girl, um, and she was um, she was a bigger girl, and she stood up. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. It was Something I think it was social. Out. No, but she oh. was wearing like leggings. But you know when you wear leggings and, and they're, they're like see-through. tights, but like they were so see-through. Yeah. And, and she, on the arse. But and why do was, people do that? Yeah, and but and you could tell people were looking at her. I can't remember where I was. See, now. I would not want But What that. would you do in that scenario? But and did I did you know her? Oh, it wasn't you. I didn't know her, but I kind of but then what part of me really wanted to because I'm one of these people, if someone's labels hanging out or something like I will I go always and, say, I will oh, your label's yeah, out. Because yeah. I'd want to know. I would. And even people and things you know in their teeth. Think, yeah, that's I, I will I tell say. people. I always tell people. It pisses me off when people don't tell me. Because it's embarrassing. Because then you think, oh my God, how long's that been there? Been for? there for yeah. I'd rather someone just said, Oh, you got a little just, just like that. Just a little thing. Because yeah. you had a, someone, you know, if you've got your pants label hanging out sometimes. I don't, just I don't think that I would go up to a stranger and say your leggings are really inappropriately see-through though. I felt bad for her because there were some people that were doing like stink eye and snigger. And, and so protectively I wanted to go like, you know, piss off, leave her alone. Like she doesn't know. But then I don't know her. So just say it's never going to come she across might well. She I don't think she, I don't attention. you know just no I don't think she did I think it was just a bit of an error <laughs> but like you say I, I think, wouldn't go up to a stranger would you Emma you wouldn't go on no not in that situation. No, no, you couldn't. And if I just if Imo had leggings on and yeah. they're a bit see through, I'd be like, "Babes, I can see your fucking I tell ass. Imo. You need to buy yeah, some I new tell leggings. Imo. Yeah, get yeah, yourself down to Primani. 
Yeah, but if you don't no, know no, them, you no, can't no. say anything. You can't, can you? But I just feel like stop lying to people. Stop telling them that they look good when they don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, okay, preach. Yeah, no, I will, I'm Stop I'm with filtering you on that. your kids. It's inappropriate as well. I totally get it. Do you know what? Good rant. She's gone for it. Um, that is it for this week. We're going to be back uh, on Monday, but of course, we've got extra lippy to tide you over till then. But we need you. Yes, we do. Need you. Um, you can, I feel like we haven't sung on the pod for a long time. Send in your emails. When we do our um, Loose Lips Live, I feel like we should um, walk onto the stage singing. Here come the girls, girls, girls. Uh-uh. Don't know the rest of the another one. Um, anyway, you can send in your emails, lucidspod at gmail.com. Hop onto WhatsApp, send us a voice note or a message. The number is 07395346101. We'll put that in the podcast description. Yep. Um, of course, you can get in touch with us the usual way. Yep, tweet or Insta post using the hashtag, hashtag LooseLipsPod. Uh, Insta is at Louisa Zisman. Mine is at Anna Williamson Official. If you want to sponsor Imo, it's at Imogen Rose Hart. Um, and remember to subscribe if you haven't already. Show somebody how to download the podcast, please. Force them to listen and join the Loose Lips gang. Give us a five-star review. Go on, please. I've got a challenge what? for our listeners. Go on. So Imogen, what is your fundraising? 500 quid. Yeah. Oh, good one. Right, so what is it now? Uh, I, it, put, I put it up. Oh, How much I do you don't give? Know what it, oh, that's generous, babes. Just oh, the pressure on bless you. Um, so it's 500. Yeah. I feel like by Monday... Grand. 500 Shut pounds. Stop that. Yeah. We could get it. No, we can at least... It's at 250. So on 250. So... Let's get up to 500. Let's get it up to 500. So we need 250 quid. Please, guys, sponsor the 250 quid from our listeners. That's just a pound or something. Go and give like one pound, two pounds to Imo at Imogen Rose Heart. And this is our challenge to you from us. Um, and if you can do it, I will flash my boobs on Monday when we do the podcast because it's uh, not filmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.